Hello, fellow lovers, and welcome to another episode of Love Well. My name is Clara. My name is James, and today we're going to talk about the five love languages. This is a concept that was created by Dr. Gary Chapman and published as a book in 1995. Dr. Chapman states that everybody has a special love language in which they give and receive love, and it's important to learn the love languages of your loved ones and your own love language as well. Lately, this book has gained a lot of renewed popularity. Why do you think that is, Clara? I think it's because it actually works. Like learning this technique has been a game changer for for me and for the couples that I coach. I've noticed that we tend to love others how we want to be loved ourselves, and that creates a lot of unnecessary suffering. Once we learn how to love our partner, friend, or family member in a way that they can receive love in, their relationship shifts to the better. Mm. Everybody has one primary love language. Some have two. They are bilingual, like me. All these me love too. languages. You too, right? Yeah. <laughs> All these love languages are important, but receiving our primary love language is vital for us to feel loved. Right. So if you don't know these five love languages, here's a quick introduction. We'll start with words of affirmation, which is... I was going to say my primary love language, but it's actually one of yours too, isn't it, Clara? Yes, yes, it's my pri- primary love language, yes. Yes, so basically words of affirmation is a love language where if you speak that love language, then you receive, you receive the feeling of being loved when you are complimented or affirmed with words. You yes. know, if, if somebody tells you that you're doing something well or you look nice, or, you know, if, or if you tell your partner... If they speak words of affirmation and you say, I really like the way you, you know, you did that today, or I like the way you said that, or I like the way, you know, whatever it is that you like about them, that's how Mm. they can receive the feeling that they are being loved. That's how they can get their love tank filled, so to speak. Mm. And, but this, but this also has like a, a reverse, a flip side where people who speak words of affirmation as a, as the primary love language have a really hard time with negative words or harsh criticisms. Yes. So with a person who speaks words of affirmation, you need to be especially careful in the way, you know, that you criticize them. Like we, we all need, you know, often we need direction of some sort, but it's just that you have to be very careful with someone who speaks words of affirmation because they can hold on to, you know, they can feel hurt over a negative comment for a long time. Yes, that's more true. Than, more than someone who doesn't have words of affirmation as their main love language. Yes, that's true. You can actually do something. You can give them a compliment first. Yeah. Like you can sandwich it. Right. <laughs> you know, give them some positive feedback and then then give a suggestion on what or how they can improve. Right. You know, in the kindest way you can. And then, you know, end it with some positive feedback again. This This will help them to not not feel unloved right. when you give them feedback because everybody needs feedback, you know? Right. I mean, just as speaking of some, you know, as someone who has this as a primary love language, I should say that actually I can take criticism, mm. but, but I can take it when it's given, you know, from a loving point, standpoint. Like mm. what I have trouble with is like, say you're in a heated argument and, you know, yes. a partner would say something just in, in, in the heat of the moment. Mm. that's more something that I have trouble getting over, you know? 
Yes. So it just takes extra, like, I guess it just takes extra consideration before you speak that, you know, to someone with words of affirmation that, that you are is coming from a loving space. I think that's really yeah. the most important thing is to, to ground yourself in a loving space when you speak to a person with words of affirmation as they love their main love language. And these people, yeah. these people can be sensitive to words in general. Like it can be listening a lot to lyrics and music, mm. you know, appreciating poetry. Right. Like words mean something to them. Right. Like, and they can actually become really gifted at like writing or like uh, creating something that has to do with words. You know, yeah. they they care about words. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. So next one I see on our list of love languages is acts of service and I know Clara that's another special one for you yes yes mm -hmm. this is my my other primary love language acts of service and basically a person with this love language feels loved when someone performs acts of service for them like mm -hmm. like helping them out in any way like carrying groceries uh, doing the dishes getting them a glass of water, mm -hmm. maybe helping them with the taxes. Right. <laughs> no, but just helping out in some ways. It doesn't have to be like a big thing like the taxes, for instance, because some people misunderstand this and think like, oh, but I did your taxes last year and that's then it's enough for the rest of the year. Right. But the key is consistency. And frequency. Know? Yeah, frequency and consistency. Yes, yes, yes. To, to do something small every day for your partner, regardless of their love language, mm. but do something every day for your partner children or friends mm -hmm. just one small act and it, it can also be like you know handing them a plate to, like no let me get that for you you know right. that is that is one of the favorite favorite or a, or a cup of water um, are you thirsty uh, um, <laughs> yeah but that's one of the favorite phrases for for acts of services like let, let me do that for you you know let me help you with that mm. you know let me let me you know yeah and it's like ah you know, thank you. I feel so loved. Yeah. And it, this is also this is also something that this love language is usually amplified mm -hmm. um, in new mothers, like mothers uh, newly, you know, if mothers you who newly given birth. Yes, yeah. they 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 find like uh, that they really need this love language suddenly. This is really important. Like they need their partner to do the dishes or uh, cook the food or help them out, do a lot of household chores, but also small stuff. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. But yeah. to to many of the men, you can just feel like nagging, you know. Right. But but what happens is like their love tanks get completely empty because they don't feel loved when their partner is not showing up in this way. I think so, many men don't realize how many acts of service the mother is performing for the child. Yes, exactly. And that's why their tanks get empty so quickly because they pour out so many small acts yeah. every day to the child. So that just, you know, automatically. So they need to, even if it's not their primary love language, this love language will probably be enhanced. Right. Like they will have a bigger need for it once they become mothers. So it's something to think about, guys. Yeah. Or girls, anybody. If, if you see a new mother, just, you know, do a lot of acts of service. <laughs> do something for them. <laughs> do the dishes. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it really helps. Yeah, that's actually a love language I, that I wish I would have spoken better in past relationships. Mm. I think I overlooked a lot of small things that I could have done to show my partners that they were loved by me. Mm. I think I focused on 
uh, my my second main love language, which is physical touch. Yeah, you're bilingual too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is basically just like you know, I, I feel loved when by cl- by physical closeness. Mm. Like if I'm if I'm with someone and they you know put their hand on my shoulder or you know or I get, I put my hand on their thigh or something or it's just it's just being like physical closeness really makes me feel connected you know mm. and make me feel that someone cares about me so that's mm. that's that's uh, you know if you have a partner that speaks physical touch as their main love languages main love language or one of their main love languages then basically any any kind of physical contact like giving them a hug for example is huge yes like like whenever if, if i meet somebody and they give me a hug i'm mm. just like wow that that just like i feel it much more like that was a great meeting with that person it can also be just caressing their arm and like mm. just showing like especially if they get, if you offer some good words like compliments or right. something to like you know touch your shoulder because they can receive the words easier that way right. or touch your yeah. arm yeah that's good and because many people ask me because i've been coaching i have a lot of clients that i work with at companies and for instance they ask like how can i show my uh, my employees uh, how can i validate their love languages yeah how can i validate their love languages when yeah. it's physical touch for instance i mean it's not appropriate yeah that could be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so but but it is like doable. For instance, like if they did something good, or if you have a request from them, mm. you know, just to put your hand on their shoulder, you know, right. and and ask them kindly, you know, could you do this, you know, or oh, you did that really good, you know, because they can really, it makes a great difference, you know. They feel they feel loved, they feel seen. This this is. A, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking this is a really good example of why it's so important to learn your partner's love languages or whoever you're dealing with if it's you know yes. in the workplace or your children but i think this yeah. workplace is, is especially a good example because with physical touch it, you know it could get tricky right yes yes it could get tricky. so so i think it's like yeah it's just in, in every relationship it's, it's really good to know because not only um you know there's there's situations where you might not speak your partner's love languages if you're not aware of what they are but also, mm. you, you might be speaking a love language that actually might offend them in some way. Yes. If it's if it's not their love language, it might be even like, you know, you might be like emptying. Not only are you not filling up their love tank, but you're actually draining it. <laughs> exactly. You know? That's why it's so important that anybody you deal with, like if you yeah. if you're if you have a company, get your employees to to take the test, you know, and, and see what love language they are. Have a list of everyone and try to validate them each day in that way, yeah. you know. And, um, but this can, this can also be a little bit tricky when it comes to the third love language that we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. You're done with physical touch, James? Yeah. Right. yeah you yeah, want to add something? No, I think we covered it. We covered it, right? Yeah. So the third one is gifts. Mm. And some people feel love when they receive gifts right and and this is a i i find this love language to be really misunderstood Mm. and also this group this group of people often get offended and hurt because they're called hoarders or you know you're so materialistic or they they get accused of many 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 yeah people that speak this language often can be criticized 
very criticized yeah. yes definitely and it's very sad yeah. because to these people uh, things like have a life of their own like they they connect memories and 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 love to things so for yeah. instance if you give them like a small piece of crystal they really cherish and appreciate that small piece of crystal that is a token of your love to them they can keep it close to them and look at it like for instance i gave um, um the mother of my best friend together with my best friend we gave her a ring um with a turquoise that was engraved thank you for being inside mm -hmm. of it and she told me like every day i wear this ring every day and i think about that you love me wow you know and this is so beautiful it, and it was such a this i it, we gave it to her like i don't know 12 years ago mm -hmm. or 13 years ago and she still wears it and she still feels my love for wow. her and 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 this this really helped me understand this love language um because i don't care about things i don't validate gifts at all right and and i was in a relationship with someone who did and uh, i didn't know they did because they didn't want to tell me the result of this test <laughs> so or, or they were actually ashamed of it because i was so anti anti things you know and mm. so i guess i shamed him uh, in a way unconsciously mm. you know since i didn't care about gifts like he felt like ah oh, why should i care and in this relationship i was a stay at home mom so i didn't like have a lot of money mm -hmm. but i performed so many acts of service like i <laughs> every day you would come home there would be dinner would be set out on the table i would you know and i performed a lot of words like i would coach him and pep him into like you know going for his dreams and inspiring him and even if i think he liked those things mm -hmm. It probably didn't. It wasn't his love language. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think words of affirmation actually did um, help him a lot. I think mm -hmm. it was his secondary love language. But, right. but still, I, I. But it took so long before I got this that he he actually wanted me to to buy him things, and that that mattered to him mm. way more than it did to me. And and so it's a tricky it's a tricky love language if you don't if you if you don't care about things <laughs> this can be a tricky one to learn but yeah. because people are like how can I spend so much money I don't have money do you have to be rich to can they only date rich people and that is not true because it's not how much something costs for them right. it can be such a small thing as like going out and picking flowers mm. and writing a cute note like right. this actually helps like having um, I would recommend people people that have that know people that have this love language i would recommend you to go and get some cute stickers or cute notes like mm -hmm. a big pack of them and write a sweet message on these notes this is also good to combine for right. words of affirmation but write a sweet message and and just you know give it to this person you know it could be postcards you know right. it can be just sweet reminders or postcards that also helps small pieces of crystal something that reminds you of them every time you have an opportunity and see their favorite flower or something you know get it for them and it doesn't have to be expensive it can be a lot of secondhand stuff that just makes you think about them right so i thought yeah. of a couple things while you were talking one mm -hmm. one you kind of touched on is that love languages can be combined yes i think that's important i just want to emphasize that you know that yes. that you might be speaking you can sometimes speak more than one love language just love one love language at a time um, yeah. like, you know, like the note is words of affirmation and gifts, for example. Yes. yes. The other thing I thought about was that 
as as well as learning to give uh, love in a language that your partner can understand, we can also learn to receive their love language. Yes. For example, like when you when you realize your partner speaks gifts, mm-hmm. then then you can like just make a note to value when they give you something to be like, oh, this isn't my love language, but I'm recognizing that they're expressing love to me. Yes. That is a really good one. Or, or uh, say, or, or like say, for example, like me, like if my partner knows that my love language is touch mm-hmm. and I put my, you know, I rub their back, for example, yes. they might not naturally receive that as a token of love, but they'd be like, oh, James's main love language is, is touch. He's rubbing mm-hmm. my back. Oh, he's showing me that I'm loved. Yes. You know, so. you, you learn how to translate love yeah. languages. Your yes. Own. And, yeah. and that, yeah, that is an art in itself, you know. Yeah. And it takes some time to do that because we, if we're naturally not used to, <laughs> yeah. to doing that, and, and we can easily, in the beginning, we have to be patient with each other, people, because yeah, it's a process, practice. you know. Yeah. Yes. And, but, but this one key that I really want to get through here is, is that it's not our job to judge our partner's love language. It is our job to learn it and love right. them in the way they need to be loved. And this is so important because criticizing someone's love language can have really devastating effects on that person's sense of self-worth. Mm. Really devastating. So it's important to just like, okay, this is their love language. I'm going to learn it. You know, it might take some time, but I'm going to be patient and I'm going to learn it. Absolutely. Yes. So, so what do we have left? Uh, quality time? Quality time, yes. Yeah. You want to take this one too far? I think you have some good experience with this. With uh, this one? Yes. My son's, this is my son's primary love language. Mm. Um, and this one was, um, this one was a bit challenging for me uh, to learn because I am not, I multitask a lot. I can mm-hmm. do a lot of things at the same time. And if someone speaks to me and, you know, does something else at the same time, I'm not easily offended by it. Uh, But people with quality time are. They want your presence. They want to spend quality time with you. Mm. They want you to hear them, be there with them, enjoy the activity you're doing together. And be focused on them. Be focused on them and the time you guys spend together on mm. whatever you're doing. And these people are also sensitive to you canceling on them, plans, mm-hmm. being late if you have appointments with them, because time matters to them. You know, it's usually right. important for them that you, uh, that you value uh, the time you spend with them. Yeah, that you show them that uh, the, the time with them matters to you. Yes, It matters exactly. to them, so they want it to matter to you too. Exactly. And yeah. for instance, my son, he comes home from school mm-hmm. and he just wants me to fully drop everything and look him in the eye and just listen to him. Talk about his day or whatever, ninjas or monsters, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like really listen to him and ask questions and be engaged, right. you know, to really be there. And I mean, most kids need quality. I mean, all kids need a lot of quality time. This is also a love language that a lot of children have uh, or have a big need for. Right. Um, but for him, it's extra important. If someone doesn't like, if someone looks at his their phone when mm-hmm. they're with him, he doesn't feel loved. Mm. He doesn't feel loved. So it's really, really important to just like focus and look at him and just let him speak and be there for him and and engage and ask questions. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a. And it's a, I find it to be a very beautiful 
I mean, all of them which are beautiful, but this one, especially learning it was such a blessing, understanding how much patience it takes to be fully present with someone and feel how they are feeling and really absorb what they are saying and what, what you guys are doing together. If it's playing a game or whatever, to like really be present in that activity together and create memories, because that is what these people think about when they feel loved like oh we did this and that thing together you know yeah. i remember the day when we sat on the porch and we talked and i remember that day when we went biking i remember that day when we did this and that that's what these people will yeah. tell you when they I feel kind loved. Of, i kind of feel like this is a love language that everybody should just learn anyway yeah <laughs> or, i mean all love like, languages are yeah, yeah they are. definitely this is to be yeah, present with time. someone is beautiful I mean, when you're talking about relationship you know like mm, being in a yes. moment with someone else yeah. yeah, but the thing is, these people that have that as a primary love language are very good at enjoying an activity and being in the moment fully with it. You know? Yeah, we can learn from them. The rest. Yes, of us. you can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so, I think we're we're done with the five love languages, are we? Yeah, I think that wraps it up. I I just wanted mm -hmm. to mention again. You mentioned it earlier, but mm -hmm. um. If you want to take this test, which we highly recommend, there's a short mm -hmm. test you can take at www.5lovelanguages.com. And that's uh, the, the number five, not spelled out, but, you know, the actual Roman numeral. Number five. Yeah. 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 Or, I forget. So <laughs> five Arabic <laughs> numbers. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Arabic. <laughs> that, that's the system. I was like, wait, the Roman, that's, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's like. Yeah, www.number5andthenlovelanguages.com. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's free. The test is free. So send it to all your friends and, and to your partner. It's Absolutely. important that everybody you know does this because it's so, it's so much fun to learn how to love someone well. Yes, it is. Yes. And by learning to love well, we can make a better world. Definitely. Definitely. So... I want to thank everybody for listening. Mm -hmm. Remember to press the follow button on the podcast. Feel free to visit our Instagram at lovewellproject. And give us some suggestions of what you would like to hear us talk about. Yes, please do. And we look forward to continuing this Love Well journey with you. Mm -hmm.